Well, on a big weekend of sport, both here and abroad, the NBL's Sunday throwdown between South East Melbourne Phoenix and Melbourne United at John Kane Arena might just be the pick of the lot. It's 1v3, it's a rivalry clash, and our next guest is going to play a very important part. Now, Mitch Creek's having another fine season, half a dozen games in, 18.3 points, 7.3 rebounds per game. He's a pillar of the Phoenix, who are among the most informed teams in the competition right now. Mitch Creek, welcome back to SEN. Sam, how are you, mate? Going well, and how are you going? Life must be life must be pretty good right now. Uh, look, it's always good when you win a few games. When you lose a few, normally people talk about you being in the absolute dumpster. But right now, we've uh, we've strung a few together. That's a, a positive sign for us. Um, you know, we're we're playing pretty good basketball, I think. And for for all of us, you know, down at Phoenix, we're just excited about kind of being healthy for the first time all season and. When you have health and you've got a good group of guys, it's easy to win basketball games, mate. Yep, and I'm knocking on wood as you say that, to be honest. You're on your way to training now, aren't you? We got you in the car? Yeah, on my way to training. Got a gym session. Then we're on court today. We've even got uh, John Walls in town and, and Romy, our owners. So um, having the whole squad in today for a little bit of a boost before the game on the weekend. How much do you enjoy these contests with the uh, with the next-door neighbour? Yeah, look, it's it's always a good one because you've got, I guess, there's a little bit of tension with the games. You know, people don't really talk about it and we don't really fluff it up too much. But at the end of the day, you know, there's always the, the little comments that get said before and after games. And realistically, they're always pretty close-fought battles. We always enjoy playing them. Um, the league's so tough and, you know, Melbourne United keep building great, you know, franchise uh, teams every single year. Uh, we know that, but at the end of the day, you still want to kick the absolute shit out of them. Um, that's always the first thing you want to do, but it's a hard team to beat, and we know they're on top for a reason. They are on top. So they've formed, what are they, an 8-2 and two record here. You're at 6-4 and four in third. So they've been the pace setters, but the season is, you know, in its embryonic stages. So are they the benchmark, do you think, Mitch? Yeah, look, I'd say right now, but even now, you know, they don't have their full side. Um, I think when they're at full strength, we'll really see them kind of spread their wings and fly. But for us, we're, we've been much the same. I think with a lot of injuries and having big source out, and, you know, although Tyler Cook was phenomenal for us, we still didn't have the same flow that we had had the year before. And we know what we expect with source. And, when, you know, when you've got guys in and out, it's really hard to be consistent with play and effort. And defensively, we couldn't even, you know, defend a, a bowl of two-minute noodles. But now we, uh, we seem to have things on a pretty good um, front. Every now and then we drop the ball a little bit, but consistently every day we're having the right habits, we're training the right things, we're diving on you know, the situations that we need to straight away and, and putting out the fires. And I think we're doing a great job. So I think we're, we're definitely going to be a team to watch, but right now it's about staying healthy, enjoying the group we've got around and, and just going out there and competing really well at both ends of the floor. Yeah, and just on that, I want to drill into some individuals a little bit later on in our chat. But uh, you, of course you're going to need some good fortune, both on the floor and off it and, and staying healthy, like you're saying. Anything can happen, we know. But do you think you've got as good a foundation to really give it a good nudge this season in terms of the talent that you've that you've put together on the roster? Look, I always, I think every year the team's done a phenomenal job at really kind of, I guess, growing the strength of the squad, the depth, the rotations, um, you know, leaders, you know, coaches, everyone. I think every year we get a little bit better. The hardest thing is is finding consistency in health, and that's the biggest thing for a lot of teams. And you know, when when you're not healthy, it, it makes it really hard to kind of throw out your best lineups and all the work you do, the recruiting, the preseason. All of that's kind of null and void if you can't be out there together healthy. So 
for us, it's always been a bit of an issue. I think at the start of the season, I was talking to Mike Kelly and he was like, man, you know, I just, I'd like us to be healthy. It'd be great. You know, I can't really see what we can do with this squad yet. And now that we have had those chances, we are in a position where, you know, things are starting to turn our way just a little bit. But at the end of the day, mate, it is about just kind of, I guess, who can stay the healthiest, the longest and, and play great basketball. So just on Mike, who you mentioned, who's obviously come in as coach after Simon Mitchell uh, chose to step down. How's he been and how's your relationship been with, with Mike? Yeah, look, it's been phenomenal. Mike's a, a wonderful person. Uh, he's a great character. He's very funny. He's charismatic. He's a, he's a player's coach. And I think he's finding the balance between, you know, being hard on the guys and, hmm. and also being fair and being, you know, a good friend as well because you need to have that balance. Um, you can't just be the drill sergeant and, and expect people just to run and, and get on the line all day long. You still need to, to love and care for your players. And he does a fantastic job at that. So Mike's been phenomenal. We, uh, we have quite a lot of conversations. We have a lot of, I guess, you know, off-court conversations as well about life and everything else. But we, we do talk about the game. And I've been really blessed to, to have some phenomenal coaches, and, and Mike's definitely one of them. So, you know, he's just one piece of the pie. And you've got, you know, Sam McKinnon, uh, Luke Brennan and Triggy. You've got Adam Gibson, you know, Liam, all these other guys that, um, that, that volunteer and, and come in and, and coach and all these people that kind of make that coaching unit what it is. It's not just Mike Kelly, but it is a, a variety of different people. And without all of them, we wouldn't be in the position we are today. So just a, a huge you know, shout-out to all those guys that sometimes get missed in the conversation. Just with Mike, have you copped a spray yet? I have definitely copped a few sprays. Um, there's, uh, there's enough times where I sit there and I say, I'll, uh, you know, I'll always need to, to be told you know, what I'm doing well and what I'm doing wrong. Um, but if you ever need to make an example out of somebody, just, you know, make it me. Like, I, I can take it. It doesn't really face me at all. And there's been a few times where, even though it could be the most minor of mistakes, we'll come in at half time. might have been up 12, and we end up only being maybe up, up four. He'll come in, he'll light me up one, and, you know, you kind of take it on the chin, and you say, yeah, you know, I, I have to be better. Because there's times where, you know, two games ago against Brisbane, I, I laid a bit of an egg, and I wasn't feeling too much, but doesn't excuse not playing well at both ends and realistically you know he came in and, and fed me one and you know I come back and respond with a, a good game against Cairns and we go out and get that win and, and both both ends of the floor for me kind of lifted to another level and you know in the back of a double you should be more fatigued in the second game but definitely you know has the ability to light you up one and and get, kind of get your ass in the gear when you've been being a bit of a lazy bugger and I'm just curious as well Mitch how different is his philosophy from Simon's I mean uh, w- was there much time needed in the classroom to get your head around things I think it's just about understanding the person you know I've had a lot of different coaches now and every every year I kind of go overseas and play in the off season and do something as well and you've got a whole new system new languages new coaches new players new everything um it's a hard one to kind of balance because you're sitting there trying to figure out like, you know, does this guy even like me as a player? Like, so you've got to sit down and kind of break bread. You've got to understand who they are, meet their family. Then you can start to get into each other a little bit and, and realize like, all right, you know, he's a, he's a good guy. And, and then when you're in, you're in training, then it's about, okay, now we can get on each other. Now we can ask more of each other. Now we can demand mm. a higher level from each other. Now we feel comfortable to push each other. We can be honest with each other. We can be vulnerable with each other. And that's what you want from a coach. And I've had that with most of my coaches. There's no one I've really come in and said, oh, I don't like that person and I want to leave because of that. That's never been the case. Um, I loved having Simon. You know, I love having Mike. I'll always, 
uh, respect and enjoy who we have at the club. But, you know, I trust, you know, the ownership and, and what they're doing and the direction that uh, they and, and Tommy Greer are doing uh, down in South East. We're speaking to South East Melbourne Phoenix star Mitch Creek. Uh, Throwdown against Melbourne United this Sunday, 2pm, John Kane Arena. Just on the floor, Mitch, the influence of Alan Williams since he returned from that knee injury has been, well, absolutely enormous. What do you Just wrap that man in cotton wool, will you? Oh, mate, I don't think you need to wrap him in cotton wool. I think you need to throw stones at him and poke <laughs> the bear a little bit because as soon as you, you, know, you get sauce in one of those mindsets where you know, F you, I can, I can beat anybody and, mm. and I can dominate any situation. I think he, he's understanding that more and more and more in this league. And now that he's actually fit, healthy, he's strong. He's always been an amazing person. He's always been a great leader. Uh, it's about demanding it every single day from him. And when he's not there, you have to poke the bear a little bit. And I think that's what comes with the, the leadership territory as well as, you know, he's always gone and been a, a star player on a team, but now he's been asked, you know, pretty much alongside me to, to kind of captain this ship and, and steer it in the right direction. I think we're doing a pretty good job of that so far, but you look at his performances and he's just absolutely dominant. I mean, there's no one that can guard him. You could put Shaq on him right now in his prime and I think he'd still give him 20 and 10. Um, he's just a great human and I think that's the, the biggest thing that, you know, people don't always see behind the scenes and, and everything else. Like, he, he deserves everything he has in his life to the fullest and, you know, I'm, I'm so thankful to play with him back in the NBA in Brooklyn with the Nets and also with Long Island Nets and then obviously last year and now this year. So four years together, mate. Uh, another another 21 and we can go to jail together. Yeah. there's a Hey, there's another old mate of yours who's just been added to the roster. I mean, you went with Daniel Johnson, didn't you? Um, first team nominee, three times, in fact, all NBL first team nominee. Is the nominated replacement player. And I know you guys spent a fair bit of time together oh, back in the day at the 36ers, so it must be good to have an old friend back around again. Yeah, eight years together at Adelaide. Um, big source. It's funny because there's, there's now two sources on the team. Um, you know, but everyone knows when you get a pie, you got to have two sources. You can't just have one because it doesn't really get to the edges. So it's about, you know, having the balance now between the dominance of, of source one and then obviously having the dominance of, you know, Daniel Johnson, a.k.a. source two. Um, it, it's just, it gives us so much more to kind of play with now. Like, obviously, not having a gack is a big loss and, and he's been phenomenal. Mm. He's been, you know, defensively minded. He's been able to finish and create offense as well. And he's been awesome. So we had to find someone who can equally do what he does to an extent. And I think Daniel Johnson, you know, exemplifies that. He's a great, he's a great person once again, um, which is a pretty consistent theme on this team. Uh, he's extremely smart. He's probably the most skilled big man I've ever played with in my entire career. And he understands the game. He understands the league. He understands the referees and players. And, you know, already, you know, after Gak went down, I kind of texted DJ and just said, hey, mate, how the feet feeling? And he said, itchy. So <laughs> straight away, I was kind of on the buzzer and was like, hey, this, if, if, if there's other people involved, like, great. But this is definitely a name I'd, I'd throw in the ring if we're going to look at someone, depending on how long Gak is out for. But we know however long we get to have DJ for, we'll be lucky. Um, I'm not sure why no other team... Um, we recruited him. It's um, it's kind of dumbfounded me, and he's in the best shape I've probably seen him in for the last five or six years. So yeah. we're going to get a great version of DJ. Great experience on the roster too, and the highest scoring active player in the league now when he takes the four again. Hey, just before we let you go, Mitch, I know all your focus is obviously on uh, on the NBL and obviously with with Phoenix, but Paris Olympics next year going to be huge. Can you get yourself there on the Boomer squad? 
Mate, I'd love to. I've always said, and, and I think more recently, I guess people have been asking me a little bit more, and mm. um, I've kind of just not been as shy to say that, you know, I've never not put my hand up. I've always wanted to be a part of it. I'll always will want to be a part of it. Um, whether I get to be selected for a camp and, and get to put my my talent on display and, and showcase, you know, what I can bring to that team. But, you know, I've always said, mate, that I'll always support the team that goes and I'll always watch the games. I'll always ride the plays. I'll always, you know, be scouting the teams and watching what, you know, your Slovenias are doing and your Germanys are doing, your Canadas, just watching and, and, and waiting. And if my number ever gets called, then phenomenal. If I can help, then, you know, I'll, I'll be there in a in a heartbeat, whether I've got to run across the, the Pacific or, or whether I've got to kind of, you know, hop, skip and a jump across the water somehow, I'll uh, I'll find a way and I'll always be there ready, mate, in spirit and, you know, regardless of what happens, I'll always support and, and wish the best. I hope they can medal again. I hope there's a silver or a gold one day on that table for, for all the players and the men there and the history of the Boomers. But right now, mate, focus on the basketball here. Stay healthy, you know, try and be healthy and um, live a good life and you know, if my number gets called, it does. If not, then I'll keep uh, chipping along and um, just taking each day as it comes. Mitch, great to catch up as always, mate. The Phoenix season building very nicely and you're more than doing your bit. So best of luck for it, particularly this Sunday against Melbourne United over at John Kane Arena. And uh, thanks for joining us. All right. Thanks, Sam. Have a good day, mate.